the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Advocate with your host, Nick Phillips. And now, here's your host, Nick Phillips. Welcome to another edition of The Advocate. I'm your host, Nick Phillips, and I'm here with... Kathy Lux, and happy to be here. How are you, Nick? I'm happy to be anywhere, Kathy. And (laughs) (laughs) this is good being here. And who's with us today? Who's joining us? Uh, We have the CEO of my favorite park system in the whole world, and that's Brian Zimmerman of the Cleveland Metro Parks. Brian, are you with us? I am, and thank you so much for having me. Uh, you know, autumn is, I'm reminded, is my favorite time of year, and it's just either the, the freshness, the crisp air, the leaves turning. It's just a beautiful time of year. It's gorgeous. And what better place to observe all of the turning leaves than in the Cleveland Metro Parks? And, uh, Brian, uh, you, you are the CEO of the Metro Parks, I believe. Yeah, it, yeah. so, uh, you know, I've been here for, I, I was the uh, sixth appointment in the 105 years of the Park District. There's only been six other heads of the agency. Oh, my. Um, we've been very blessed with very, very stable leadership. Um, before my stint here in Cleveland, I was um, number two in charge of a 15,000-acre park system in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. How many acres here for the Cleveland Metro Parks? Cleveland Metro Parks right now sits at over 24,400 acres. We continue to strive to protect land, um, land in, in all areas. And, you know, our ultimate goal is to own land in all the communities that we serve in Cuyahoga County and Hinckley Township. We're especially focused on areas that are on or near water corridors, headwater streams, um, protecting really the, the veins of, you know, the, the great, um, great Lake Lake Erie. Well, I know my people love the Metro Parks. My wife and I love the Metro Parks. We find it a great place to go to when we want to be alone and experience peacefulness. And we find it in the Metro Parks. Uh, it's it's one of my favorite places too. Um, and you know, we're bl- blessed in North Wilton to have the Metro Parks going through um, our entire city, and um, so much happening. There are people there often that I see. Do you find that people are heading more and more to the Metro Parks, Brian? You know, what's interesting, I would say the the evolution of the last decade or so with the renaissance of Edgewater Beach, Whiskey Island, the bridge connection, the trail connections, East 55th, the the restaurant, Villa Angela, Euclid Wildwood, the um, the addition of Acacia Reservation, um, the addition of um, the Astorhurst Golf Course as part of the Bedford Reservation. Uh, The answer is overwhelmingly yes. And when you look at um, the pandemic that, um, you know, that was that uh, was us for, you know, 2020, 2021, and, you know, still some effects of it in 22, you know, the reality is, is that the parks were there for people. We were there for, you know, every every person to have an opportunity to take a hike, take a walk, play golf, uh, be out in the open air. And I, I really think our founder, William Stinchcomb, um, who really dreamed of this with the Olmsteads, would be very proud of how it served this community during the pandemic. Well, it, it certainly had. Uh, we had to get out and we had to be somewhere. And being in the Metro Parks was definitely a place we would always go. And it, 
The weather helps, too, by the way. <laughs> but, uh, you guys have been great stewards of uh, the Metro Parks, keeping it up to date, keeping it current, keeping it clean and safe. Just uh, can't stop saying enough good things about it. We're going to take a short break. We're talking to Brian Zimmerman. He's the head of the Cleveland Metro Parks, uh, 45,000 acres of parkland here that we all enjoy. We're going to take a short break. We'll be back. Kathy and I will be back with Brian Zimmerman to talk more about the Metro Parks in Cleveland. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Welcome back, Cleveland. Nick Phillips and Kathy Lux back with uh, Brian Zimmerman of the Cleveland Metro Park talking about the beautiful parks that we have here in Cleveland. And so, Brian, what is um, the future? Uh, what, what's in the near future with the Metro Parks? Where are we going with it? Well, I think it's, you know, one of the things that, you know, we kind of talked about in our first segment of, you know, the acreage of the 24,400 acres. We continue to strive to preserve, protect, maintain, and enhance. And I guess what do I mean by that? I mean, when I think of, you know, kind of our western boundaries of of Bradley Woods and Huntington, you know, those two reservations in particular, we just most recently rebuilt the bathrooms in the nursery. We continue to strive to make, you know, improvements to um, all of the, you know, the, the holdings of the metro parks. And so when you look at the new beach house that, that came to fruition at um, Edgewater Park, you know, those are real opportunities when you go, you know, towards the east side, um, the work that we're doing um, on the east side Greenway Trail in Euclid, one of the original nine reservations. You know, we really look at enhancing the the guest focus and the experience that people see um, when they're using the parks. Really, we talked about it in all seasons. I'm a, I'm a four-season person. I love all of them. Some days in Cleveland, we get all seasons in one day, um, but it's really a dynamic system. Especially when we go through the changing of the seasons where we get a little bit of, for example, in spring, we get winter, spring, and maybe even a summer-like day all at uh, the same time in one week. But uh, the the Metro Parks uh, certainly is spread out, and a lot of people use them. How many visitors do you have in the Metro Parks? Well, we receive over 19 million annual visitors. And, you know, a lot of people ask, well, how do you know that? And, you know, there are um, traffic counters that actually count the cars coming into the park district, we count our golfers, we count the people that are go to our programs, we talk to people that come to the zoo. And, you know, I think when you talk about, you know, the expansiveness and, you know, we talk about the pridefulness of the emerald necklace and the the connections that we continue to make, not only in suburban areas, but in inner ring suburb areas, suburb areas we're working with the city of Parma, the city of Seven Hills on a trail connector that comes out through Coventry that helps connect the West Creek Reservation, over 400 acres of preserved land in the city of Parma, the eighth largest city in, in the state, connecting to Seven Hills through a connector trail. Those things, you know, we are really, um, really great stewards of the public dollars. We're also partners. We want to partner with um, groups, cities, and individual um, you know, opportunities through donations and others to help improve this 105-year-old park system. So, you know, our nationally acclaimed zoo gets over 1.1, 1.2 million visitors, Asian Lantern Festival, Wild Winter Lights, and the work that we're doing, we're doing a new exhibit called Bear Hollow, and that could not be coming at a more um, a perfect time um, on the heels of we're, we're doing a new um, area 
um, for for donor donor recognition in the, in the front entrance area. We're also then embarking on a plan to build a new gorilla exhibit. Our partners at Cross Country Mortgage, we have a whole new concept to reintegrate the front entrance of the zoo as well. So we really want to increase visitation not only at the zoo but you know throughout the entire park district. You know, public organizations have to run on money, usually taxpayers' dollars. And uh, we have issue five on the ballot uh, coming up in November. Uh, tell us about that. Well, it's interesting you mentioned that. It's early vote has already started at this point in time. And issue five is really about sustaining the parks. And I think one of the things that um, I and you know our entire team and I think the community is very prideful of is you know the agency remains debt-free. So 105 years, we, we literally have a pay-as-you-go model, and we really try to leverage dollars that we receive. The issue five is representative of 60% of our annual operating budget. And so without the support of issue five, um, through an affirmative vote, Cleveland Metro Parks doesn't exist in the fashion. Having said that, we have opportunities where we continue to try to improve and, and increase um, earned revenue opportunities you know, across the park district as well. But issue five is about maintaining our important core functions of what Cleveland Metro Parks does, providing safety, providing habitat, providing natural resources, and the protection, hiking, biking, cycling, all the things that you love to do that your, um, your beloved park district provides for you. But issue five, um, a four vote helps preserve that um, for the future, for the next 10 years. And Brian, what is issue five asking us to do? Issue five is a replacement levy. We're replacing the 2.7 with the 2.7. So our millage stays exactly the same. Great. Okay. And so, you know, you mentioned the zoo, and I want to say, I've, you know, I love going to the zoo, and you have wonderful events there. And I sometimes wonder if a lot of people don't realize how many wonderful programs are out there through the Metro Parks um, and the zoo. You know, the, uh, for instance, the, the, the candlelight event, I don't, I can't remember exactly what it's called at the zoo, but it's beautiful. Asian Lantern? Yeah. Asian yes. Lantern. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, that one. And do you have a Halloween event this we, year as usual? We do. In fact, I just was uh, wearing a dinosaur costume promoting it. Um, it's called Trick or Treat Fest. And <laughs> Too bad this I is had radio. an absolute, absolute blast. Um, the kids were a tad bit terrified, but but you know what? I, one of the things that you know I'm really I, I think want to focus on. You know, Cleveland Metro Parks is really built to be part of people's lives, and when you think of you know over a century of stewardship, there's hard to find someone that doesn't have a connection, whether it's a wedding, a first kiss, a first ticket, a speeding, you know, whatever it happens to be, your first golf, you know, time with your father, grandfather, their son, daughter. Whatever it happens to be, there seems to always be that connection. And if I hear it once, I hear it a thousand times. Like when we have guests come to town, the very first thing we do is we go to the Metro Parks. And you can't believe that Cleveland has this ecosystem of 24,000 acres that are preserved in perpetuity. And Issue 5 helps preserve that for the next decade. Well, how many employees does the Metro Parks have? Currently, we're sitting at about 700 full-time employees that cover 18 park reservations, five golf courses, I'm sorry, five nature centers, eight golf courses, the world-class zoo, our police force, um, and and all of the support services that go with it. We also um, hire a lot of people's first jobs. We hire about a thousand seasonals a year. So we're very impactful 
from from an economic side of things. The other thing that that to talk about is the impact that the, that Metro Parks gives back to the community. Annually, by the Trust for Public Land study, we give $873 million back in economic impact. And how do we measure that? We measure that with recreation visits. We measure that with travel and tourism dollars. We measure that with stormwater runoff. When you think of storms and, and where does the water go, most times it's filtered through the park district. So we talk about that ecosystem. We talk about land that's closer to the park district has a higher value. So this park district really has a very special place in people's hearts. And we really look forward to a, a four vote for issue five coming up um, now that early voting has begun and, and the vote on November 8th. And, and you know, I would add to that, Brian, and I would say that the uh, Metro Parks has an impact in people's physical health and met- and mental health. Um, you know, to get outdoors, to exercise, or to, just to go and relax, all uh, I think are important things for people's well-being. So that's a huge impact. You know, I think that should not be lost on um, what is happening, you know, in the world today. I mean, there's a lot of uncertainty. We understand inflation. We understand, you know, where things are at. But, you know, the, the park district is there. And when you see people, you don't know what they're going through, right? But I think that the fact that we have benches, we have boardwalks, we have fishing, we have solace, we have peacefulness, we can, we have recreation opportunities, we have places for people to to be able to reconnect and and I would also say with themselves and disconnect from the world. You know, the amount of on-demand that we are now, social yes. media, the feeds, everything that's coming at us creates anxiety and mental health challenges. This park district is designed to help you to help reduce stress and, and, and help with your physical abilities, the, the, the trails, the trail challenges, the runs, the hikes, the bikes. All those things are designed to help you be a better, healthy mind and body person. I, I agree. I mean, as you're explaining this, I'm thinking of how we all lay, we lead such busy lives. And sometimes we need to be alone. We need alone time, and uh, the park is a great place to be alone and just to to wander around and just to, to look and soak it all in. It is, and connect it, with nature. And If you really are a big park fan and you have a lot of time and you want to donate some of your time, are there volunteer opportunities for the park? We do. In fact, I think the, the one of the things that the Metro Parks does extremely well is we have opportunities for volunteers and I couldn't be more proud of our trail ambassadors, our docents. Um, we have corporate volunteers like Key Bank that come out with days of caring and it goes across the 24,000 acres. And so the pridefulness of our 4,000 volunteers that help Cleveland Metro Parks achieve the national gold medal standard. We've been honored five times in its, in our history. You can only win the award once every five years. We've won it back to back. We won it in 2016 for best in the nation and we won it in 2021 for best in the nation. And that should not be lost in this community of, of what they believe and what the nation sees in what the Cleveland Metro Parks does for this community. Well, it's certainly great that it's, it's out there. We're going to take a short break, and we're talking to Brian Zimmerman. He's the head of the Cleveland Metropolitan Park District, uh, which is uh, the emerald necklace that we've been hearing about for all my life, and it's been uh, just great to be here in Cleveland. And we're going to take a short break. We'll be back with Brian and talking more about the Metro Parks in a few moments. So don't Stay go away. Stay with us. Stay with Kathy and I will be right back.
Welcome back, Cleveland. Nick Phillips and Kathy Buckster with you. Kathy, hi. Hi. Thanks for being here. I'm happy to. <laughs> Very good. And we're talking to Brian Zimmerman from the Cleveland Metropolitan Park District. And uh, as they're facing an election going on during this time frame for Issue 5 to fund the Metro Parks, uh, Brian, what, what will the money pay for? What new things do we have to look forward to at the Park District? Well, I think it's a, it's a, it's a very it's a very good balance. Again, issue five represents over sixty percent of the Cleveland Metro Parks funding um, to help carry through the maintenance and all of the activities. The things that we're really looking forward towards in the future revolve around you know equity and opportunities, so trail and trail connections. One of the things that in this last 10-year cycle, we've really done an amazing job connecting the Red Line Greenway, the Cleveland Foundation Centennial Lake Plink Trail, Whiskey Island, the, the Lakefront Trail Connector, the bikeways, um, North Royalton, Broadview, and Brexfield, the Valley Parkway Connector. We continue to strive to connect communities. So that theme will continue itself through East 9th Street to East 55th Street and on to East 72nd Street will be a core focus. We'll look at parks in in East Cleveland that would include uh, Forest Hill Park as an opportunity to help transform that and help rebuild, um, you know, an area. We've talked about the opportunities in the, what I would call the primate forest, the forest gallery sponsored by Cross Country Mortgage, leveraging private dollars with public dollars for the public good. So we'll be working on a new front entrance. We'll be working on the new gorilla exhibit and orang habitat along the way. This will also help um, finish um, one of our big projects that we're working on right now is rebuilding the Garfield Pond in Garfield Heights, um, in the city of Garfield Heights. That's one of the more historic parts once owned by the city of Cleveland. Um, We have continued to make great strides in bringing back what was lost over 50 years ago, a pond, rebuilding the Wolf Creek. Wolf Creek feeds the Mill Creek. Mill Creek is the tallest falls. It's standing over 40 feet in Cuyahoga County, which ultimately feeds the um, Cuyahoga River, by far one of the most historic rivers, the 50-year anniversary of the Clean Water Act. We're helping support all those activities. The other big project we're working on is the pendant, what we call Hinkley. Um, The Hinkley Lake Dam, an impoundment that was created almost 100 years ago, is in need of work. We need to do the dredging, the dredge material around it. Um, It started to silt in from the the branches of the Rocky River. We also will be working on rebuilding the dam. And this really preserves um, the 456 buildings that Cleveland Metro Parks is. So it's really, um, it is one of the most important things. It's like the heart, this levy is the heart of the Cleveland Metro Parks. And it's issue five on the ballot right now. And and I think it's important, Brian, to um, remind everyone that this is a renewal, not an increase. And I think it's also important to emphasize what you had said earlier in the program, that Metro Parks is debt-free. That shows really great financial management. Um, And I think people appreciate that, especially now. Um, Well, thank you. And, you know, the clean audits and, you know, one of the things we strive on is, you know, clean audits every year for decades. We strive on our budget books. And, you know, again, I think, you know, this opportunity for issue five, the replacement, like moving forward, the millage 2.7 for 2.7. Well, I'd like to take this time to thank not only you, but uh, all of the employees of the Metro Parks, because uh, I, I have never really walked into the Metro Parks anywhere along the Emerald Necklace or in Hinkley, or at the zoo, and found things dilapidated or really embarrassing. No, it's always wonderful. It's always fresh and clean and safe. 
So you know, it's uh, interesting. I, I will tell you just a fun anecdote story. We sure. were working on um, uh, repainting the bathroom floors at Edgewater, and somebody's like, "Hey, you, you closed the bathrooms," and we're like, "Hey, we're you know maintaining them and making them better." And so you know, it's always one of those things where we're striving. We we really want that experience to be so rich for our guests that come from all over Cuyahoga County, Hinckley Township, our supporters, and then really this you know great regional and national destination. You wow. know, that's wonderful, Brian, and um, I'm so glad that you were able to come on the show today and let us know all of this great information. Oh, we love the park coming into autumn 2022. Another beautiful, striking season in the Metro Parks. Brian, thank you and thank all your staff and your employees. Thank you so much for the time today. Vote issue five. Thank you. Will do. Thank you very much. And I don't think the Metro Parks ever lost the uh, levy, so that's a good thing. Anyway, that's thank wonderful. You. Thank you for joining us. We'll be back uh, next week, same time, same station. So, Kathy. Thanks, Brian. everybody. Take care. Goodbye. And I sat and watched the Zanzibar sunset Sat and drank my fresh mint tea With nothing to do until morning And only my mind for company Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.